You're listening to She Thrives Radio. This is episode number 82, and today we're talking about how to get yourself out of a funk. Maybe you just are having an off day. Maybe it's been like a weird couple weeks. As Cher Horowitz says, maybe you just have an overwhelming sense of ickiness, okay? Either way, we are gonna take you through sort of my go-to checklist on how to address what might be going on and how to sort of shake it off and get back to whatever it is that you wanna be doing. So let's go ahead and get right on in. She Thrives Radio is the podcast component to the She Thrives blog, a space dedicated for women who are on a mission to feel good, crush their goals, and live big. I'm your host, Taylor Gage, health and mindset coach, CrossFit and USA weightlifting coach, blogger, and portrait photographer. She Thrives is your BS-free resource for all things wellness, mindset, confidence, body image, personal development, and general badassery. My goal here is to help you get out of your own way so that you can thrive. So real quick, I just wanted to give a massive thank you to you. Yeah, to you listening to my voice right now. You may have noticed that, you know, this far into the show, um, this has been brought to you completely (laughs) ad-free. This show is sort of a passion project of mine. And I, you know, I, I write and record and edit and get it out to the world sort of all on my own um, time and dime. And I just really like to, uh, you know, I just want to give you a shout out, my, my listeners, my loyal listeners. I know there are a lot of you out there who listen every week. And I just, I really want to take an opportunity to thank you because I always just love hearing how you are receiving what I'm putting out there. And I also wanted to say that if this is something that you have found impactful in any way, for you, if you could take two seconds to leave a review on iTunes, that is like the best thank you that I can get because it helps the podcast sort of get put in front of new eyes, um, which is always wonderful to just like grow our squad, right? Like bring some more amazing people into this vortex because um, why not, right? Let's do it. And so I just want to say thank you to you for listening. And again, if it is something that you have enjoyed and you like, leaving a review is just the absolute best compliment. And so if you uh, could do that today, I mean, you would just get so many, so many good vibes from me. I would just send them your way. You know, I would just send all of the good vibes your way. So I'm just going to put that out there. Do with it what you will. Okay. (laughs) Either way, thank you for listening. I just, uh, just want to give you a shout out. I appreciate all your guys' support. And today we're talking about, um, getting out of a funk, right? Like I talked about in the intro. And I do want to say that this is one of these things that, um, funk is a, very vague nebulous word and I kind of did that by design because I think there's a lot of different ways that we can identify with this and I may have future episodes coming down the line of like much more specific uh strategies for more specific feelings of funk okay like maybe you're feeling stuck um in business or whatever that may be but I just kind of wanted to put something broad out there because I have a pretty long 
checklist or run through or just like things for you to consider. And so maybe not every single thing that we're going to talk about today is going to help. I mean, I don't, you know, there's really no way for me to do that. But I'm sure there's at least something on this list that will help you if you are just feeling like it's just been a weird, like off couple days or weeks and you're just like, ah, what's going on? Why can't I get back to normal or back to business or move forward or do what I want or whatever it may be? And of course, just gonna put this cute little disclaimer out there that if you have been feeling like you've been in a funk for, you know, a long stretch of time, like months, I highly encourage you to reach out to somebody locally, like in real life, you know, not just listening to podcasts, like really reach out and be your own advocate to address that. Um, because I think that's going to be your best course of action. So this is really for those moments, like I said, days, you got a stretch of like a week or two that's just feeling weird. And you're just like, ugh, I'm just not feeling awesome. And I don't know what to do about it. So we're going to just run through a massive checklist here. There's going to be a lot of concepts. Some are super simple. Some are more complex and things that I teach inside my coaching program. But I'm going to introduce them all to you here because I think they're important for you to listen to and hear because they just are amazing tools for you to be able to access what needs a little bit of attention within yourself. So let's just, you know, without further ado, let's just go ahead and get, you know, right into this list. So I want to start this list um, sort of on the physical plane. And I'm doing this for a reason. I think that there is actually an astounding amount of just like weird, stagnant energy and fatigue, whether that's physical fatigue or mental fatigue or emotional fatigue, um, and a lot of other things that honestly can get resolved by dealing with yourself on the physical plane first. So I sort of like to start there. Glennon Doyle has a, has a quote on this that I'm absolutely going to butcher. I couldn't find it anywhere, so I'm just going by memory, so it's going to be terrible. But it's something to the effect of like, sometimes I think that there's no point to everything and I hate myself and I hate everything around me and nothing's going right. And why do I even try? And then I just realized that I really just need a nap. (laughs) And I love that because it kind of, it perfectly sums up uh, the power of really basic physical needs that a lot of us have and aren't always the best attending to. And so we're not going to spend a ton of time here, but I just wanted to give you a checklist to run through. So sleep is obviously on this list, okay? How have you been sleeping? And I think that this is important to note that just because you've been in bed for, you know, the amount of hours that usually make you feel rested, it's quality over quantity, right? How have the act- how's the sleep actually been in that time frame? I just think this is an important thing for you to check on because if we've had like three nights in a row of like less than solid restful sleep, like that's going to show up. We're not going to be feeling that well um, out in our lives. We will certainly feel like we're kind of in a funk, right? So sleep is on this list. Next is proper hydration and fuel, okay? And when I say hydration, please understand that I mean actual water, not iced coffees, okay? Yeah, talking to you, okay? (laughs) I know. It's easy to just like feel like we're drinking a lot of liquids, but like how have we actually been fueling ourselves with water and nutritious meals. Okay. This doesn't mean that every single meal that you have has to be this like superfood salad, but it's like, girl, have you had a vegetable today? Just check, just ask. Cause I know I certainly have days that go by and I'm like, oh, nope. 
didn't get a vegetable. So if you're wondering if why you're feeling like sluggish or your digestion is feeling kind of monkey, it could just be attributed to not fueling yourself properly over the last day or two. So check there. Next, we have movement. And again, this is one of these things that uh, can, it, it doesn't have to be as intense as I think we make it out to be. Just have you moved recently? Have you walked Can you go for a walk around the block? Can you go for a jog? Can you stretch in your living room? Can you do um, some sort of movement? Just get that, get your blood moving, um, sort of flush your lymphatic system, just get things moving inside. I think that that can go such a long way to just like shaking out some energy, just getting yourself back to center. I also recommend just taking a few deep breaths. Okay, this is one of these things that's like super basic and it's like, okay, breathe, like I'm breathing all the time, but like really, can you take like five really deep belly breaths, right? Like breathe into your belly, let it expand all the way out in as deep as possible and then exhale slow and steady and just maintain that for about five breaths. And next, maybe last on this uh, short list of basic, you know, physical needs is sunshine, nature. Okay. When was the last time you were just outside? I know right now it's kind of summertime still, so maybe that, um, maybe you're doing that. But if you're listening to this in one of the, you know, grayer, colder months, there may be a chance that you just have not been outside in a while. Like you haven't let your skin like soak up some actual sunshine, create some vitamin D, you know what I'm saying? So that can boost our mood in a myriad ways, getting outside, even if the sun's not out still just getting yourself into nature outdoors somehow some way you might be surprised to see how your mood lifts or things shift or you find some clarity in your thoughts by doing that so let's start there i think that just kind of trying all those things or just making sure that they're feeling pretty good making sure you've offered those things to yourself is a great place to start because like glennon doyle said sometimes we find that a whole lot of that can be solved by just getting a good night's sleep, you know? So I recommend starting there. So let's sort of move into the next categories of things that we can check on or examine or do for ourselves to sort of help ourselves get out of a funk. All right, so the next thing on my list here for helping yourself get out of a funk is connection. So there's this tendency that we have as humans to feel maybe less than awesome, maybe a little bit insecure about something or a little bit in our thoughts or a little bit in our feelings or whatever it is, we're just like stewing on something. And generally what we tend to do is we withdraw, which exacerbates that sensation in a lot of ways for most of us. Um, Because kind of like retreating into isolation mm, in some ways can reinforce like the ickiness of that feeling. I know I'm using a lot of vague terms here right now, but again, I feel like there's a lot of different ways that we kind of get into these, these places. And so I'm kind of trying to keep it broad, but the antidote to what I'm trying to say here is connection. Okay. Give yourself the opportunity for connection with a human, like a real human in real life. And, you know, this is one of these things that I think, 
we feel like we're connecting all the time because we have this thing in our pocket in our hand that instantly, you know, loops us into, you know, millions of people all over the world instantaneously. But like, I'm really talking about an IRL, okay, human interaction with somebody close to you. When was the last time that happened for you? When was the last time you had like just an, a good grounding, meaningful, meaningful conversation with someone? And it doesn't even necessarily have to be about the particular thing that's bugging you or you're thinking about or whatever it is. Like it can just be about anything. It can just be connection. This is important. Closely related to this concept, the sort of bringing other people into this conversation is the idea of you in your relationships, okay? So yes, connecting with someone um, in a meaningful way can certainly help. But then here's another place where I'd like us to pivot and consider who we've been and, and how we have been behaving and speaking and showing up inside our relationships, okay? Because here has some here is something that I have found. If we have not been honest to ourselves, you know, breaking our own boundaries or not being truthful about what we want um, or um, not being truthful to who we are, like trying to be someone else for someone else, that also will generally resonate with you as an overwhelming feeling of ickiness, okay, to put it lightly. That does not feel good, living in a state of either self-betrayal or false identity, right? Just like completely being not only not true to who you are, but not in integrity to who you are. And so just pausing for a second and questioning how you've been showing up in relationships in your life. And honestly, it doesn't even have to necessarily be like the super um, big intimate ones, although it can be, but it can also be something like, you know, your coworker or your boss or like something that you're presented with um, at a pretty, on a pretty, pretty regular front where you feel like time after time after time, you are not showing up as the person you want to be showing up as. I call this misalignment. We have like a whole several week block in She Thrives Academy that is basically our little alignment phase. There's three phases to the program. One is awareness, the second is alignment, and the third and final um, block is acceptance. And the alignment one is powerful because this is when people start to realize like that a lot of us are like actively betraying our true selves all damn day. And we have not given ourselves the opportunity to be who we want um, in relationships or in circumstances. And so I think this is an old, it's just a great place for you to pause and go, okay, have I been showing up as I want to? Because if I had, if I haven't, there's no way that I'm not going to register and see that and know that and feel that. So I highly encourage you to examine that. Examine what that alignment and, and self-integrity has been feeling like for you. Are you feeling like it's all there? Or are you feeling like it's like not there at all? Because I can guarantee if you can hone in on that place that it's not there and start acting more in alignment with that, you will feel it. So that is a big thing. So next on this list is another big thing. And it is a concept of expectations. This is loosely related to acceptance, um, which again is part of the uh, SDA program. And it's something that I've talked about on the show before. So you're probably, you know, familiar with, you know, uh, my views on that. I swear, by the way, like 
you'd think I live right next to the airport. I don't know what is going on today. There's so many planes flying low and it's, I feel like it's so loud. So apologies if you can hear all that right now. I'm trying to ignore it. But expectations is a big one. And here is why. When we set expectations for how a circumstance will be, right? Or let me rephrase that. <laughs> how reality is. If what we had imagined in our mind as what we wanted to have happened or possibly could have happened or should have happened, if our imagination doesn't match up with the reality, that dissonance can create a ton of stress and pain and struggle and suffering that can surely be pulling us into a funk. And listen, I think all of us are doing this all the live long day without even like actually realizing most of the time. This is sort of like a, I think it's sort of like a plague of the human condition right now. I mean, I think it's always been a plague of the human condition, but I think it's particularly bad right now for a set of reasons that I'm not gonna get into on today's show. But constantly being at odds with reality is an absolute 100% money back guarantee that you are gonna be feeling shitty, okay? If you find yourself constantly living in a place of it should look this way, and by the way, it you can replace with absolutely anything, it makes no difference. This is a universal truth. If you are living under the reign of it should be different, it should look this way. My body should look that way. Um, this relationship should be this way. That circumstance should have gone better. Honestly, find a thing, plug it in. It all matter. If there is anything inside you that is saying that anything that you are experiencing at this moment should be any other way than it actually is, you're you're effectively volunteering for suffering and pain and you are essentially making whatever the actual like reality of the circumstance is um a variety of levels more painful for yourself by continuing to fight with it and say it shouldn't be this way it should be that way okay the thing the last thing we were talking about is sort of how what we address in sta in the alignment phase and this is sort of what we address in the acceptance phase right and without going down too much of a Buddhist rabbit hole here, there is so much power, guys, in being able to accept what is. And the only thing that's standing in the way of being able to do this for yourself effectively is a belief. It is a thought that is in your mind. And that is the thing that is singularly responsible for creating this dissonance that you are feeling. And again, this is sort of a map, this is a big concept. And so there's, it's hard to sum it up in a soundbite for you here, but I'm just going to encourage you to ask yourself, am I feeling icky right now because I wanted it to look this way and it actually looks this way, right? Because I wanted the experience to be this and it was that because it shouldn't be this way for me right now. If it's any variation of that, um, both the blessing and the curse here is that it's entirely within your own mind to be able to mitigate and net, um, manage. That's not reality's job to fix, right? That's not reality's problem. That is a thought that you can go into if you know how to get in there and find it that is creating this dissonance. So I just encourage you to look around in your own mind, in your own heart. What are you holding on to? What belief are you clinging to? Um, 
that is telling you that it should be any other way than it currently is. Because once you can find that and dissolve it and turn it down just a little bit, you, I think, will be absolutely amazed at the peace that is possible for you. Another thing that I find that brings us a lot of strife and struggle and pain and anxiety and stress um, is when we are actively not living in the present. And this is something that um, Eckhart Tolle writes, speaks a lot about, and I've, I've loved his approach on this whole thing. But one of the things that he said uh, that really stuck with me is that, you know, when we are living in the future, and by the way, living means imagining when we're in here now, but our brain is like spun out to later tonight or tomorrow or later in the week or later in the year or whatever. Or if we're living in the past, right, just like in reflection, if running uh, rumination, just running things over and over um, about things that have already happened. If we're living in any of these two completely false, not real in the sense that they're not here now, um, versions of time, it brings us pain because by the very nature of them not being here or real, they are impossible for us to cope with. And I love that concept because, oh my God, is that true, right? When we're living in the future, we are completely living in an imagined state. It's our, it's our imagination, right? We are creating like very real physical sensations from things that we have just completely fabricated in our own mind. Even if the probability of those things happening is, is high and it's likely, when we are rejecting the present moment to drift off into imagination land very, very, very regularly, especially kind of in like a stressful sense, right? Now, most of us are just like laying around daydreaming. We're like, it's worry, right? It's anxiety. It's we're worrying about things that have not even happened or could not even happen or whatever it is, it's completely made up. And like Eckhart Tolle says, it's impossible for us to cope with because it's just not here. It's not something that we're actually experiencing in, in, our, in our life right now. It's just completely, it's driven entirely by a thought. And so I would just ask you to um, consider that as well because usually the stress in our life, listen, we all have lots of different sources of stress and I'm not trying to downplay any of it because it can be very real and we all deal with it the best way that we can. But just for your consideration, Oftentimes, we're not so much actually stressed about the actual things or events or whatever. It's more the stories that we're telling ourselves about the things that's stressful, right? It's how we're thinking of those things. And this loops back into that whole like expectations versus acceptance thing, right? I mean, these are kind of massive concepts, but just ask yourself, like, am I in a funk because I have been here in this moment right now on Tuesday, whatever, PM, like in this moment, but my brain is over here or my brain is back here. How can I bring my brain back to right now? And if we actually succeed in bringing our full attention to the now, to the present moment, it's another one of these things, just like acceptance. I mean, they're, they're two sides of the same coin, in my opinion, that will absolutely allow a full wash of peace over you um, in just an astounding, astounding fashion. It really never ceases to blow my mind. And so 
So I just want to offer that to you to consider if you have been feeling like you're just in a funk or you're stewing or things are just feeling like stressy or icky. Is it that you're just allowing your mind to drift and live in an imagined state of the future or the past? What would it feel like if you brought your attention to this moment right here, right now, and allowed yourself to drop the stories about all of those things? Just leave opinion at the door and just be here now. What would that feel like? It might be... Um, exactly what you need. So I wanted to offer that to you as well. So the last couple places that I wanted to offer you to just help you examine how you can move yourself out of a funk, if you find yourself there, is your own avenues of expression. Now, I know a lot of you don't really consider yourself like a creative person or creatively inclined, but I'm going to challenge you on that because I think that all of us like to and know how to express ourselves in different avenues, but I don't think we often give ourselves the opportunity to actually do that. So some of you may, you know, love painting or writing or whatever. Some of you may not, but I would like to just see if you can ask yourself, what would be a helpful avenue of expression that you could at least try? Okay. This isn't about being the best (laughs) This isn't a competition at all, right? This is you showing up in service to you. So how can you create a little bit of a creative outlet for you? For some of you, this may be movement. It may be anything at all. Give yourself the opportunity to explore that because closely related to that is how have you been living your own values? I think a lot of times when this, you know, this refers back to sort of what we were talking about before about being like inauthentic or out of alignment in our relationships or whatever. And I think especially these days, it's so easy for us to just put aside our own values, our own interests, our own everything um, for other shit, right? Responsibilities, work, things that we have to do, things that we feel like we need to do. And I find that this like builds up like sort of just like a plaque, like, and we need to be able to cleanse that with things that actually sort of fill our cup back up, right? And so this is stuff that is just unique to you. What do you find soothing or relaxing? What do you find that brings you back into connection with yourself? What do you find is uh, a helpful avenue of expression? What have you been maybe neglecting along those same, same lines that you can give yourself an opportunity to explore? So I have a really important concept that I want to leave you with today that I actually meant to say at the beginning of the show and totally forgot. So I'm going to leave you with that in just a second. But I want to run through this list again just so that you can see it in a condensed form. Um, Because here's something I really want you to to know. I think this is something that Marie Forleo says that um, clarity comes from engagement, not from thought. So if you're feeling stuck or in a funk or just like, you know, icky or not good or not in alignment or whatever, you know, the flavor of it is, I highly suggest you do something versus just think about it, right? Even if it's not exactly the perfect thing to move you out, um, doing something is often better than throwing your hands up, right? 
So I want you to just run through this list. You can go in order, you can pick and choose whatever you want, uh, but I definitely suggest starting on the physical realm, right? With your basic fundamental needs of sleep and nutrition and fuel and hydration and movement and um, getting outside. Closely related to that is your ability to connect with somebody, right? Just share, just talk to a human, just connect with somebody. Remind yourself that you are surrounded by people who love and support you, right? Get the wheels turning. Have a conversation. Just talk. Examine if you have been showing up inauthentically in relationships um, or showing up inauthentically in any area of your life because that will usually kind of like manifest as just a feeling of ickiness. Like you'll notice that. It won't feel good. That can put you in a funk that's kind of sneaky, right? (laughs) The other part is examining if you're just Pulling yourself into a funk by telling yourself a story about how whatever's happening right now shouldn't be this way. Okay, so where are your expectations creating a dissonance with reality? Because that's something you can opt out of, but it requires you seeing the story that you've crafted around that thing um, and examining it and or putting it down. Closely related to that is pulling yourself back into the present moment instead of living in a fabrication of a story about things that are going to happen down the line or may happen or whatever have happened. Instead of replaying past events or worrying about the future, can you pull yourself back to now? This can be very, very, very powerful. So give yourself an opportunity to try it. See how it feels for you. And lastly, give yourself an opportunity to explore your own avenues of expression, whether they feel like creative outlets or maybe not so creative. Let yourself examine and explore what that would feel like to just express yourself in some way. Okay. And this could be with another person. It could be just you with you. It could be anything at all. Make sure that you are creating time for you to live in accordance with your own values and give yourself what you really need. Because if we are repeatedly not doing this for ourselves, it will absolutely show up as just feeling icky or stagnant or in a funk or lost or unsure, right? So go there as well. Now, here's the last thing I want to leave you with that, again, I really mentioned to bring in in the beginning of this episode, but so this is last, but definitely not least. This is super important team. So please listen. When we feel less than awesome, right? Whether, I mean, there, and that's a, that's a big range, right? That's very vague. There's a lot of different ways we feel less than awesome, but I'm just going to keep it vague for a reason. If we are anywhere sort of on the, the far side of neutral and where we're in a place of negative emotions, of any kind, the tendency that I think so many of us have is to go, oh, fuck, this is bad. Something's wrong. Let's fix it. And I want you to hear me say that often the most potent thing we can do for ourselves in these moments is actually just give ourselves permission to be there. Okay, like fully be there. It doesn't mean wallow. It doesn't mean self-pity. Okay, there's a little bit of a difference here, but it's more speaking to what I was talking about before with accepting what is. Like recognizing an internal state of yours and just going, okay, I realize that I'm feeling this way right now and that's okay. 
right? To give yourself compassion for being there. Because I think, I mean, this again, this is can just become like a massive tangent that I don't really mean it to be, but this is something that we talk a lot about in SDA, so it's just sort of top of mind for me right now. And I just think that it's important that we all understand that I think there is some kind of a picture getting painted out there in the world through you know various mediums that makes us feel like what we should be is happy all the time. And this again is an example of these expectations that I think are actually kind of fucking with us, right? Because if we believe that what we should be is happy all the time, then when we find ourselves not feeling super happy or feeling anywhere kind of on that you know end range again, not only do we want to get out of it immediately immediately because it just generally doesn't feel good, it's not comfortable, we also start to fucking panic because it, we are made to believe that there's something now wrong with us because we're not happy all the time. And that, by the way, is just not how being a human works. That's just not, it's just not how it works. We're not happy. No one is fucking happy all the time. No one, Okay. It's not how it works. So if instead of striving to be happy all the time and like fucking feel like you're in a panic mode anytime you're not feeling that way, what if you just gave yourself permission to experience whatever it is that you're actually experiencing? Right? What would that be like? So the tools I gave you today, I think can be really helpful to sort of get you feeling, you know, back in your power. But I think it's really important that you understand that that step to go and do at least in my opinion, comes secondary to offering yourself compassion and accepting how you are, how you're feeling, right? Where things are, right? Like offer yourself the same grace that you would to anybody in your life who came to you saying the things to you that you are saying to your own damn self, right? You would validate them. You would give them a place to just talk. You would let them say you understand them, that it makes total fucking sense. You would just be there and listen to that person before you jumped in with fixes, right? And I think that's important that you do for yourself here too. Can you just be with yourself? Can you just let yourself be in this moment, even if it's super uncomfortable? Can you just accept that that's where you're at and give yourself a little bit of compassion and grace to be there? And then... When you're ready, when you've done that and you feel like you want to step up and you want to be your own caretaker and you want to move forward and you want to do the next right thing, that's when I encourage you to reach for anything that we talked about today. But I just, I don't want you to feel like anytime you're not like 100% happy all the time that it's something that you have to fix. I think that's, I can't say that enough. It's okay to be there because that's, that's what being human is. You're going to be there at least half the fucking time, right? It's not an error, So don't feel like it has to be mended immediately. But I do want you to know that there are things that you can do to help you just pull yourself back into a feeling of power and peace. And although some of them are on the physical plane and kind of helping your body physically, a lot of them are just kind of mindset work, right? It's just kind of pulling yourself back into your own power in your own mind and kind of taking um, control over the things that you do have control of and letting the rest be what it is. So if you're feeling stuck at all, or just kind of like in a weird place, or you're not, you're not even really sure, I hope that there was something in here that helped you today. 
Learning how to be your own caretaker is both, in my opinion, an art and a science, and it just takes, it just takes practice, but I want you to keep practicing. So I think that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of She Thrives Radio. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And then head on over to SheThrivesBlog.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Mm-hmm.